0: The garbage truck has gone past, and it's time for The Science Patrol, your weekly dose of Ultraman goodness. Uh, with me, as always, is Mr. Patrick Rooney.
1: Hey, everybody. How
0: are you? And my name is Rich Conroy. It's, I didn't say that at first, because it's been almost two months
1: since we've recorded. Yeah, it's been a little while.
0: Yeah, not that you would know that, because you're catching up on episodes. So there's a little peek behind the curtain. Did you crack your screen already? Oh, of course. Oh, I'm not smart. Alright, well, we'll fix that at some point. We'll, we'll see if we can get this. It's got to be cheaper to do it up the street than it is at the Samsung place.
1: Oh, the, that guy? The place of, up yeah. by... Yeah, over there. Yeah. To fix the iPad screen, it was basically $100. It's not bad. It's not terrible. So I'm uh-huh. thinking to fix this is probably going to be $20, $30. No. You
0: know. Well, that, it's a little bit more than that. Cause when I wanted him to do the uh, my son's iPod Touch, it was 60 which is still not a terrible. Oh and then we get you a nice... Oh, I've had it. The cover for the screen? You no, know, oh, one of these. This is a this is a piece of glass that sticks on top. Of it. It's Gorilla Glass that sticks on top. Oh. i dropped that face first on the pavement and it just shattered that and you peeled it right off. It was oh, that's Gorgeous. Good. It was lovely. Wow. I, I damn near cried because I had the phone like a month. <laughs> yeah, and I heard it crack. Like oh. when you hit the <laughs> it the pavement and you hear glass, you go, "Damn it!" Oh, that's so expensive. <laughs> that's so expensive. And you pick it up and it's just that spider web of cracks. And then you peel and you go, oh, oh, that's just that. that. Oh, that you can't imagine the feeling. (laughs) Oh, I can imagine. Utter joy and rapture that you get. Anyway, guys, we're here and we're going to start talking about Ultraman. We watched two episodes of Ultraman as usual. And uh, if you're just getting back to the podcast like we are, we watched two episodes of Ultraman and we discuss it. Um... First episode we're going to discuss is Science Patrol into Space. Um, and uh, that's, that's we've got uh, two competing uh, rockets. rockets. Companies, I guess. Yeah, yeah two, two competing scientists, okay? So we've got, um, oh wow, there's no plot information on this. So we're going to have to do this by memory, even though we just watched it. Um, <laughs> we don't have much of it. Professor Nakamura and... Uh, I don't think they mentioned it. Yeah, it's the, the guy's name is the name of the ship. The Okido, no? yeah, or something like that. No, That's it's The professor's name is the name of the ship. Now, Professor Nakamura, God bless him, at least calls his ship the Phoenix. Yeah. so He's like, look, I'm not just that egotistical that I have to... <laughs> so anyway... Even after myself. Yeah, so the, so the professor uh, who actually gets to go yeah. into space, sh- they're going off to Venus. So he takes off in this rocket. The... Uh, <coughs> pardon me. Science patrol follows shortly with their own uh, like the, the flat plane yeah. um, as we'll call it the delta wing
1: yeah there yeah, you go nothing to call it,
0: since uh, we're running on not not finding it um, not finding the plot here uh, so yeah that goes up into uh, that goes up into orbit to make sure that the second stage goes off properly, everything works well, great
1: it was just for the first stage because it, they never really said how far out it goes right, right, but right. they kind of saw it split the first time, and then and they then said, they okay, fall. we're
0: Because yeah. they weren't sure that was going to go off, and Edo had some sort of remote control panel ready to, yeah, to set it to off. to do and, something else, yeah, or who knows. Which may or may not be what actually happened, because I I think the dub may have changed that, but uh, we didn't check. So, halfway, halfway to Venus. like Part eight, of the way. Eight feet to Earth, <laughs> <laughs> considering <laughs> how fast everything gets happened. They get trapped by a Bolton spaceship. Uh, not they do, the Professor the Otari. The Professor in
1: the Otari. Right, in in the the well, let's not forget that this Professor goes up and then changes into a full suit. Yeah, he gets out of not the Not like a spacesuit, an actual three piece with ties. Yeah,
0: and then, then starts eating a meal. And they're broadcasting it like, oh, yeah, so just so you know how routine space travel is, I'm going to have a nice piece of fish yeah. and a cup of coffee. Um, <coughs> excuse me, guys. And. Uh, Yeah, he decides he's going to have a cup of coffee, and Ito thinks that's hysterical, Um, and then they detect the transmission, and uh, Ito runs it through his new uh, invention, the Universal Translator. Right.
1: He called it, he didn't call it a Universal Translator, he he just called it some fancy name. Some kind of translator, Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, that he invented last month, just in case. Amazingly. Yeah, and it translates languages around the world, and he thought, maybe it'll do this one too. What do you know it does? And it's the Baltans again, guys. So, this is the second appearance of the Baltans, episode 16 of the show. So, let's see what I'm talking about with the wind? Yeah, it's pretty Blowing easy. all these empty yeah. recycling containers all over the place. Yeah, it's bad times. Okay. So, I don't know if any of you guys heard that. There's the... Ridiculous
1: wind here in Jersey. Yeah,
0: very windy today, and uh, the recycling containers are blowing all over our neighborhood. So, anyway, uh, back to the actual show. Good pod here. Um,
1: <laughs> sidetracked easily
0: <laughs> this show may get a little schizo today because uh, we're both really tired um, so anyway the, uh, the the Baltans intercept the rocket
1: right and they stop the rocket and then they
0: they take over seem his to mind. take
1: over the guy's mind with the spinning eyes yeah. as you said yeah new is. suit
0: with spinning eyeballs and a light up flashy part up in the uh, head mandible area yeah That's which what it was kind of like. cool perhaps their antennas we don't really know but it's a it's a neat little effect. Um, so the Science Patrol gets uh, in their VTOL, which right. has a new fancy it. rocket pack added to it, right? Remember, right. They put right. That right. Big right. Hoop-y the hoopy thing on the back. The big
1: hoop that that'll get them into outer space. Sure <laughs> will.
0: <laughs> Look. If you're gonna accept that that thing flies at all, (laughs) you got to just put all the chips in and push them in the middle of the table because that we're
1: all in. We're
0: 16 episodes
1: into this series and we have to be all in at this point. This one, I have to say, and I I said it a few times while I'm watching it, going, "Yeah, I'm good with the suspension of disbelief, but some sort of physics somewhere might be a little appropriate." And there's nothing that even. Close to physics. All the way this episode go.
0: could be called "Physics Don't Work Like That." <laughs> Pretty
1: much. <laughs> so,
0: oh and they they find the doctor and they rescue him off camera completely. Um, they don't have to show that. No, they, because the yeah. Baltons meanwhile have sent their little blue ship to Earth and are now invading by like shooting off millions of Baltons into the
1: sky. Right, because they went on the theory that Ultraman. Even though we kind of figure, okay, somewhere with the science patrol, he can't be in two different places at once. Which hint, is a decent hint. theory.
0: Hint, hint. We- exactly.
1: Now that now that I, now that
0: you say it, I'm like, oh, foreshadowing. <laughs> Look at that. Who oh no. knew? Yeah. So, um, while they're being occupied, rescuing the doctor, Ito uh, flies up in, the, in uh, another. I guess was another VTOL, or was it the it flat was their, plane?
1: No, the flat plane. This is just their regular VTOL. Okay. Their regular plane flying around. And then he gets surrounded by boltons. Yeah, which they have like this dozen boltons in a little yeah, V formation. Yeah, like they're like vacuum formed, kind of exactly.
0: Little vinyl uh, painted Figures. up models. Yeah,
1: and then I mean they looked. Decent. Yeah, they were great, and they had I different the shots. Oh yeah, please. God. They had different shots of the same dozen. You can figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just to show that there were a lot of them, they showed yeah. the same dozen in you know three or four shooting or five whatever directions. Shots, yeah, yeah. Exactly.
0: I like this shot of them all coming out of the um, the little space the, bowl the sphere. That yeah, yeah, that was cool. Uh, so we get we get to the point now where Ito rigs up this new gun that he invented. Right. That and just I don't remember what miss. it's called. It's called, oh, God, he had some name for it.
1: No, I don't remember. He was like, it, oh, it's it. called the blah, blah, blah. It's 100% accurate. Yeah, I remember it being 100% accurate, but I don't remember him giving a name. Talk to.
0: about a great prop. Oh yeah. it like assembles like a like a real rifle. Oh, he also made two of them. Remember, in case there was a problem. Yes, they came yes, out yes, yeah, cases. Cases. yes, yeah. Two different separate yeah.
1: I give it that. And, and then he's shooting directly through a hole in, in the, the, windshield of of the windshield. Yeah, of course. Because that's how you shoot. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfectly safe. And the, the the little prop to hold up the gun is this little rectangular thing. That at first I'm sitting there going, "What's that rectangular thing?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you realize. Oh, it's holding the gun steady. Yeah. Okay. And then there's like a f- piece of foam, like
0: insulation, crammed into this oval hole in the windscreen. Yeah. And so he just jams the gun through the middle. What? Yeah, and you're sitting there going, okay, okay, fine. Sure. Fine. <laughs> Look, I, we're, we're watching a show about giant monsters and the silver guy that fights him. Yeah. i got to go. argue. I'm like to said, argue. chips all in, let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, all right, great. Um, then he... You know, radio science patrol is like, I'm surrounded by Baltans. And they're like, well, we're rescuing a professor who then freaks out laughing and starts, like, bending reality to his whim because it turns out he's a Baltan.
1: Right. And right. they crash land on planet R. Which, last I checked, isn't one of the, you want to call them eight, you want to call them nine, not one of yeah. the ones that we learned in school.
0: That's right. That's right. Well, remember, this show takes place in 1997. Oh,
1: so they found so, that new planet that right. nobody
0: ever saw before. That's I right. I got gotcha. you. You may not remember. We, didn't, we went to school a long time ago. So, yeah, which I think is
1: think like it was the, right before
0: 1999. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. That's the problem with shows from the past that
1: take place in the future. Yeah. we got to put it way in the future so we can't actually have passed it already. It's all right. It's all right.
0: We, it's the alternative Earth theory. I'll sure, take it. sure, sure, sure. I'll take it. Uh, so they crash. And the professor turns into a giant Balton. Hayata, of course, becomes Ultraman, and, uh, the Baltans reveal that they have a reflector for the specium ray. Right, it's he shot the specium reflector. ray. a spectrum reflector.
1: And then this thing on his chest just opens up, yeah. and it's mirrors. It's a
0: mirror bra of some sort. And, and then, uh, then it
1: reflects the specium ray right back at yeah. Ultraman.
0: It's a very unsexy recreation of the scene in Fast Times of Ridgemont High,
1: where oh, Phoebe Cates yeah, comes yeah, out yeah, of yeah. the pool. About but it's, the most famous yeah. shot ever. But
0: it's with it's got no boobs in it. And it's uh, uh, with bears. monsters. Yes. Yeah. So if, if if any of you guys are following that, um, we're yeah. going to lose yeah. some people on that. But, oh, absolutely. We'll, but what, what it will happen is it's is on the internet somewhere.
1: Guys will just go back and watch Fast Time. It's written yeah. on high. Just, just watch
0: that scene. It's on there. It's on yeah, the internet somewhere. So uh, he fights, and the Specium Ray is not working. So Ultraman quickly switches tactics, generates like this uh, energy this ring. This
1: is the coolest thing right. I've ever seen. <laughs> Balton Bolton comes flying out of him
0: and he just whips this like um circular. Like Xena's glaive. Yeah. Or whatever yeah, that yeah. thing's called. A circular
1: thing. And just Slices bisects him. In half, <laughs> which is about <coughs> the coolest effect.
0: Yeah, it's pretty great. And the two husks land on the side and Ultraman then knows he has to get back to Earth and we see another yet to be revealed power. Um, he, can teleport. he can teleport, but it reduces his energy very quickly. Yes. So yes. he gets down to Earth. The uh, Baltons, I guess, combine. Remember, how they said they combine into one big one or something like that in the, uh, in the first time. So well, maybe no, that's no. why we don't see.
1: No, it, You know, I don't remember how. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah I just mean, kind of said, "Yeah, there's, there's a big one. There's a big one, obviously, because we got to fight Ultraman."
0: Right. So the 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 Spectrum Bra comes out again. That doesn't work. Right. And,
1: uh, and then there's a shield kind of thing. Yeah,
0: because he throws another one of those energy rings. Right,
1: and then the bolt has a shield and it just bounces the energy ring off. Right
0: off it. Yeah, it's this really great... Um, it's like this... Uh, a
1: triangular, conical... Yeah, it's, like a,
0: yeah it's a conical and it's got alternating colors on the yeah. checkerboard, yellow. It's very cool. Um, <laughs> they really went above and beyond on visual effects. Yeah,
1: absolutely on this one. I get that. Um,
0: so, hang on one second. Pause it. So... Ultraman uh, waits and he bisects him again with uh, when he, when uh, the Bolton tries to fly at him.
1: Right. Somehow, I guess the shield isn't going to work when the Bolton's flying. Yeah. So the Bolton jumps, flies at him, and now he wings this circular yeah. energy ring at him and bisects bisects him again. Yeah. Which so again is
0: beautiful. Cool. Yeah, it's thing. pretty great. What was awesome is. Um, we also saw the Baltons attack uh, an oil refinery.
1: Right. That was done
0: really nice. Which is um, just,
1: let's show more damage. Right. And I think they've shown that same oil refinery. I think was three the, times. that's the now. one that
0: got attacked where Ultraman put it out with his water hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But
1: this time they're, they didn't show how he put it out. Just, no. you know what? We've got this stock footage. We got a spill.
0: Yeah. We're using old. Wouldn't surprise me. That's no, fine.
1: Yeah. Which I'm good with. Yeah. I think there was a couple of water. shots
0: that they didn't use because there was like that above the. Like then, from the top down, that where you saw the the lid of the that oil tank just, just come pop, up at. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I think they might. This might have been B roll footage, right? And, right. And some A roll footage filled
1: it in there because they yeah. used a couple different extra special effects that yep. they have to pay for. Yeah. Them,
0: oh, yeah. These are not cheap. Um, they're cheap, but they're not cheap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: There's only so much you can put in before it gets yeah. too. Close yeah. To you have it.
0: 39 episodes to make yeah, exactly. Um, and um, there's a there's a story on the Kaiju Cast. Uh, which is a great Godzilla podcast. Okay. Um, where he, um, Kyle, the host, talks to a gentleman whose name escapes me who was the only, as far as we know, American to work for Suburea Productions. Okay. And uh, one of the special effects directors told the story of how he met with E.G. Subarrea one night and they were talking about this shot that he wanted to do. And uh, Suburea's like, wow, that's fantastic. That's going to be Amazing. And the next day, they set it up and they're going to do it. And Subaruya shows up and he goes, What are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm doing that effect shot that we talked about last night. He goes, Last night, you were talking to me as an artist. Today, you're talking to me as the head of the company. And this is costing a fortune.
1: You can't do it. <laughs> That's great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. And the episode ends remarkably abruptly by the, the Phoenix rocket showing up on planet R. To rescue everybody. And the professor comes out in an orange jumpsuit. Not a science patrol jumpsuit. Um, Hoshino and Ito and uh, and um, Hoshino come out in science patrol outfits. Yes. yes. And you're like, oh, okay, so Hoshino's got an outfit. I think he's worn it once before. But I can't be sure. Can't I don't remember. I
1: don't remember. Um, and it just ends. That's it. Yeah. It's There's nothing. Lots and lots of buildup. Li- decent shots. Yeah. But then just end. That's it, yeah. Not like usually they give you a little bit of an ending. And we're out of show. Yeah. We <laughs> ran out of time, guys. We're sorry. Bye.
0: Sorry. No more show. That's all we
1: have. Yeah, that's all we have for today. Thanks for playing
0: along. <laughs> so, what did you think of that episode?
1: Again, I, I like the round electric thing that split the monster. Yeah. That was a cool. Yeah, the cosmic buzz Ooh, shot. shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the, the little shield, conical shield that he had, not a bad shot. Yeah. Not a bad shot. But like I said, with this episode and the one we're about to talk to, <gasps> physics, what's that now? I've heard of that it stuff. It gets before. a little esoteric. Yeah. You sit there going, okay. Good yeah. enough. Good enough.
0: And I buy it more in the next episode because it is supposed to be something that warps
1: reality. Right, right. You buy it more, like you said, because it warps reality. This episode, you sit there going, "Yeah, none of this is good." Nope, not yeah. good. Nope, I mean, when good. the Bolton does this thing where he too can
0: sort of change gravity and whatnot, you go, "Okay, fine." He's spinning Ultraman around. He's doing this and that. Yeah. But the but the the <laughs> the business. fact that the stuff takes off like the just like, instantly like the VTOL just shoots off of a. Uh,
1: a little ramp, a ramp,
0: basically, yeah, basically yeah. a ramp, and the, the it, what is it, it like? Fifty G? <laughs> oh,
1: no, it's got to be because it's just instant speed, instant yeah. speed. Yeah, and then also in outer space, all the fire goes up. Yeah, you, you know, it's out. It shoots out a couple shoots inches, out a couple inches, and then, inches and then, and then it goes so up and you're going like, up. Yeah, that's not that's not a screenshot. Yeah. No, no, well, that's all mini work. No, I know it's all mini work, but I mean, if. Just too much of a suspension of disbelief. Yeah. I'm good with the, the suspension, good there, but I mean, you know, other than the in minor technical, yeah. part, it's not a bad episode. Yeah. You get to see the Boltons again, and yeah. they they changed up the Bolton, gave him a couple more extra powers. He has hypnosis yep. this time. He's got the little glowy things on yep. his mandibles. You know, he's got the spinny eyes, and you know, the the shield. So it's a, a little bit of extra nice stuff. upgrade, yeah. yeah.
0: So let's all be clear, folks. Pat has no problem with giant monsters existing. Yep, yep. But um, God forbid the physics
1: on the rocket. That's different.
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we'll be back after this short break with Passport to Infinity. Oh okay, uh, yeah, uh,
1: Terminal Sunburn is our band that we're.
0: Yes, uh, some the music we have is Terminal Sunburn. TerminalSunburn.bandcamp.com, as you well know. Give them money; they're great. And uh, we'll be right back with Passport to Infinity. <laughs> <laughs> Back and we're gonna we're gonna deal with Passport to Infinity, which you know I was like I don't really get the title of that, but the more I think about it,
1: yeah, it makes a I'll lot. I'll buy that. Sense yeah, because yeah. that he's playing with time, so you can just say, oh, it's Infinity time. Okay, yeah. yeah.
0: You know. So we, we see a, a, a token white guy, um, and that is a Professor Yesterday,
1: right, Sir Yesterday. No, they went from Mister Yesterday to Sir Yesterday yes. back and forth a couple of different times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but we, we don't know he's how he's knighted, but he's knighted.
0: Yes. Um, now he's a he's a guy studying this blue meteorite which opens up. Uh, he discovered it during an ex- ex- expedition. That's the word I'm looking for. A big word.
1: That's tough. <laughs> that new mouth you just bought the other yeah, day. That's right,
0: yeah. Fitting <laughs> in great. Gotta get used to the teeth. Um, so they went out and, and uh, they found these meteorites. Uh, one guy's got a blue one, one guy's got a red one. The French guy keeps the blue one. Our... White guy living in Japan keeps the blue one, the red one. The blue one. No, the French guy had the red one. French no, one. I think oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And then it opens up and somehow makes him disappear.
1: Right. It becomes this little Y thing with yeah. the little antenna on the top of yeah. the Y. Yeah. yeah.
0: Why? And, because we like you. That's an old yeah. Mickey Mouse reference <laughs> if you catch that. There's people who catch that. Yeah. So the his housekeeper assistant, wife. Girlfriend, yeah, I don't know. They
1: don't know. really know she is. She
0: You're might be his assistant. Yeah. So, calls the science patrol. They're called in to investigate it, and he shows up outside the outside the house without the meteorite. Um, right, right. So let's we're gonna what we're gonna do is we're gonna go with the plot here on the Ultraman. Wiki. Oh, that's
1: cheating!
0: <laughs> <coughs> I'm gonna cheat this time. Um, another meteor is found, uh, and a scientist uh, begins to experiment on that as well. Now, they discover that the fragments possess reality-altering capabilities if if they are put together. Well, no, if they're by themselves, they by can themselves, alter reality. By themselves,
1: they can alter reality, but when they put them, their, they find out somehow. They put From them the, French guy, the Hoshino same goes sphere.
0: To, Hoshino goes to see the French guy, and he's like, right. don't put them together, because they they'll had, make a monster. They already
1: had them under the same sphere, yep. and then you can sort of see them start to move in together. Yep. And then they have a completely different shot of the two of them melting into one yeah. round thing with, you know, half blue, half red. Yeah, it's of, like you
0: know? a giant Wonka Gobstopper. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. pretty much. Um, now, After some <laughs> accidents take place involving the warping of reality abilities, um, like I said, the so the fragments are placed together and locked up in the Science Patrol headquarters. Uh, and that is a mistake that's only going to make the problem worse. Um, now together it combines and creates the giant monster Bolton, that is a creature uh, inside the Science Patrol headquarters temporarily. Yeah. Once it's free, and that's
1: a decent shot yeah. because they actually show like the Science Patrol headquarters morphed around this. Yeah, thing yeah, yeah, it's for pretty cool.
0: Um, if you've ever seen um, electromagnetic, now electro.
1: It's electromagnetic.
0: No, no, no. I, yeah, I know that's a word. That's not what I'm arguing with my own <laughs> okay. brain about right now. Um, electron microscope footage um, is what I'm going for. Of Pollen. That's yes. what the monster looks yeah, like, you know right?
1: Hey, hey, there you go. <laughs> Fair enough.
0: Yeah, it looks like a little thing of pollen, all spiky, but with these big craters. And right, and
1: the craters are all rectangular-ish yeah. with deep gouges in them. Cause yeah. the the... Thing comes up. Yeah, there's going to you know, be stuff bit, coming out. Yeah, filaments. Comes out of each one, which I thought was really neat that they yeah. had different things coming out of each spot of the thing.
0: And they all do something different. Like they go to get attacked by tanks, and these two little sort of eggbeatery things come out. Yeah, a little with blender a, pieces. Whatever. With a neat, um, neat like like it shoots shoots what looks like to be some sort of energy soap bubbles out of it. Yes. And yes. Uh, it makes the tanks disappear into the earth. Yeah, whether it
1: creates a crea- a crater and then just covers it up, right. or shoots directly at them, or it yeah. does a whole bunch of different little things. Yeah, it. it's a pretty cool
0: monster. Um, now, uh, it traps everybody sort of in another dimension. We, we discover that by uh, a scientist going to go into the lab, and it's this weird alien landscape with a piece of uh, modern art in one corner. Apparently.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean... At first, we're both looking at it going, What's that supposed to be? Yeah, and then they tell you, Oh, by the way, he shifts reality. And you're like, Okay, all right, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. And again, like you said, I'm good with them shifting reality, but by God, when the physics is wrong, I'm all oh, know. That's terrible. That's terrible.
0: Uh, now Fuji and Hoshina are the only two not trapped in this other dimension. Um, the te- you know, of course, meanwhile. The, the Japanese self-defense force comes in, he flips, uh, the monster flips the tanks and planes from ground to air and air to ground. Right. So we've got F-4 Phantoms running, and along, running along the ground, ground being destroyed. And the and tanks flying tanks, in yep, the air, getting, getting blown. blown up. Very nice destruction of miniature work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, now they can't do anything to harm uh, the monster. They did manage to lead him away from the Science Patrol headquarters allowing, Which tra- is very important. allowing to, of course, to transform the Ultraman.
1: However, and that a- was the other thing. Hayata ran, we'll say, about four steps yeah. from the girl yeah. and becomes Ultraman. She's not going to see that nope. at all. Four, somehow, four
0: steps away.
1: Somehow she was looking, tying her shoe. <laughs> <laughs> I just happened to look away. Whatever it, it might have been.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, once they're in combat, of course, the the monster uses its uh, reality warping powers to like thwart Ultraman at pretty much every step.
1: Right, because Ultraman jumps at it, and he freezes him in midair. Yeah, and then drops him underground. Yeah. And you're sitting there going, okay, I don't see how he can beat this thing if it can just stop him at any point. So, apparently, according to this, he
0: creates his own temporal spatial rip and tears, which damages the Bolton's antenna, like by doing that spinny bit. Okay. So, another new power. Yeah. Convenient, right, right, but we'll right. take it. Obviously. Ultraman then fires, of course, two specium rays, reducing it to a smaller and weaker rock, which he then picks up and crushes. And crushes in his hand. Yeah. In the uh, in the ensuing epilogue, we have uh, we find Hayata in the middle of the street, splayed out. Uh, Fuji and Hoshino come up to him by car. They, they get him all cleaned up and whatnot. Back at headquarters, um, they they give Hoshino credit for rescuing Hayata.
1: Yeah, don't know why.
0: Yeah, I don't know either because Fuji, unless
1: he said, Fuji, don't run over Hayata,
0: he's in the middle of the street. Yeah. That's, you know, possible. And they say, what reward would you like? And then they, uh, like, do a nice
1: uh, down wipe. Yep.
0: And uh, he's wearing a Science Patrol
1: outfit. Full Science Patrol outfit. Which he was wearing in the last episode. When he got to Planet R. It seems like they just kind of wanted to show you that now he is you know, a full member. he's a Exactly. Right. He might have been wearing the outfit on and off here or there. there. Yeah. Now he's really a full member of the Science well, Patrol. Well, he had the
0: gun. He did he
1: have did the have gun. He did have the gun. Yeah. And he had the belt that's still... Uh, Way too high. That's right. I don't get it. Way too high. But he had the full outfit this That's time. right. So now he, you got to figure okay, he's actually a full member of the Science Patrol.
0: Go figure. God bless him. God bless him. So uh, let's do a little monster minute on the Bolton. I didn't do one for Bolton because we've seen him. It's Bolton, Bolton.
1: Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, the reason you didn't do it on the Bolton is because you couldn't pick up anything on the Wikia for the episode. So we're just yeah. going to have to kind yeah. of say, well, look up the it's old Bolton, it's probably about the same thing. Yeah,
0: no, it's it's, it's basically just it's got a few new powers Yeah, it, we're not going to worry about that too much. Uh, now, Bolton, or also known as Bluton, is an amorphous meteorite-based creature. Uh, oh, look at this. The first one was... Defeated by Ultraman, a second one appeared later on the planet Boris. Uh, it's a twin planet with Planet Natasha. I kid.
1: I kid. <laughs> <laughs> There's your Bullwinkle reference. Yes,
0: <laughs> yeah, we're cracking them all out, folks. <laughs> um, the uh, and was defeated by. Helliston, whoever that is. But yeah, uh, thats I think that's got to be later. I think Planet Boris occurs in some of the newer well, could Ultra that have been stuff. In the
1: Ultra-Q. No, 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 no. It's way later. Oh, way later? Way later. Oh, Planet okay.
0: Boris occurs far in the future.
1: Okay. Well, then we won't get to it.
0: Yeah. Uh, of course, he arrives as two small f- uh, meteor fragments, one red and one blue, and when you put them together, they become this giant monster. Um, let's see here. You just find the facts on this. Ultraman Seventeen is his first appearance. Passport to Infinity.
1: That is a cool title. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah.
0: I like it. I like it. And uh, let's see here. Yeah, uh, the latest appearance was in Ultra Galaxy Mega Monster Battle episode seven. I told you, was the it. future. <laughs> the stone, the stone which calls monsters, is the name of the title. Of okay, that, that so makes sense. Its weight is sixty thousand tons. It's sixty meters tall, or maybe round. Yeah, sixty. hundred percent sure. Um, does not have a roar, so that's...
1: Yeah, I mean, it, didn't it do is any, just it's basically just basically a rock, yeah, so I don't see... Wobbles it around, it sound, yeah,
0: wobbles around, um, sticks a bunch of metal stuff out of
1: its appendages. Yeah, I mean, and it, it's got... Breaks I mean, stuff up. Let's just go on how many different things we saw. We saw the little thing that looks like a blender... You saw one that had The kush ball attachment that
0: came out as the filaments.
1: Right, the filaments that yeah. came out. Then you had one that was just like an arrowy kind of piece. Yeah, the big harpoon, sure. Right, big harpoon. And then there's one that had a little a cylinder. cylinder kind of deal.
0: Looked like a flamethrower kind of. And
1: then of. there was one other thing that I can't remember. Because those are the four... A Buick Skylark. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there was one other piece that I can't think of off the top of my head. But, I mean, like I said, all the different attachments came out of all different holes, so it just could do whatever the heck it wanted on all the different spots. And since it does warp reality, you're just yep. like, okay, I'm good there.
0: Let's see. Oh, it is a sound effect. It does have a sound effect that is reused from the Toho movie Dogora. Nah,
1: no I sure. own,
0: but have not seen. Um, it's one of the few incidences of a psychedelic monster to appear in the Ultra series. Uh, would inspire creatures later as Prisma from Return of Ultraman and Deshimonia from Ultraman Tiga.
1: Oh, you're good. that has got to be butchered.
0: <laughs> I don't know. D E S H I M O N I A.
1: Okay. Deshimonia.
0: Sounds okay. I got good on that. <laughs> I got lucky. Um, let's see. Uh, originally, during that fight, Bolton was going to run over Ultraman, like roll over
1: him. That would have made sense. Yeah,
0: but the scene was a cut due to its complexity. Um, the yeah, scene would later be constructed, the... apparently, for Bolton's final attack and Ultraman fighting Evolution Rebirth, whatever the bloody hell
1: that is. Yeah, that sounds like too much. Yeah, but you can see that that suit I and mean, it was just basically a big plastic ball. Yeah, guy in a vinyl
0: hamster ball. Yeah, or
1: pretty much. much. You could see that if you actually ran over Ultraman with that. The guy wouldn't be able to actually breathe for yeah. a little while. Yeah. It would be very dangerous. So you can see why they didn't put it in yeah. there. Um, let's see. Uh,
0: in real life, there's a sculpture in Yugoslavia's... Now, let's see this. I'm probably going to... Uh, Spomanek Monuments that coincidentally resembles Bolton. Okay, How do you
1: like that. Fair enough, snappy. Why would Yugoslavia have a Japanese monument? But it might not be the specific thing. Yeah, it just happens to look else like so him. Looks like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Just happens, happens to look like him. But again, his origin was the Middle East and the barren desert. Um, for the Middle East, for the blue, and the barren desert for the red. Okay. Um, he can grow to large sizes Obviously. in an undeterminable amount of time. Um, it burrows apparently. Didn't
1: notice? Yeah.
0: We, well, it didn't do it here, but that's ah. okay. Multiple dimensional warping beam waves.
1: Yes, we saw that Ooh. because it it showed different camera yeah. shots of it warping reality, and you are there and go, that's a nice camera shot. Oh, there's a different nice camera shot. Yeah. So they
0: showed that a couple times. It was Forget great. That. Excellent effects in this one. Uh, let's see. Uh, reality warping. Right. Uh, monster summon, which we haven't seen no, yet. No, no, I haven't seen that. The tough hide; it can survive Ultraman species ray once, but the second time it was uh, reduced to that tiny little thing. Yes, yes. Um, and let's see; uh, that's about it because we don't have anything. Uh, that, oh, the dimensional warping beam wave was the one that had the two egg beaters on it.
1: Okay, yeah, I know, the one that looked like soap bubbles. Yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: Fair enough. So, oh, he's in a bunch of that. Ultraman Fighting Revolution is from a uh, is from a uh, video game.
1: There's an Ultraman video. Oh, game. there's tons. Are there really? Oh, they're yeah. Oh, my kids would love that. Yeah,
0: there. Um, I only have played two of them, and they were not very good. Oh. But I'm sure there are good ones. Uh, I'm gonna try to post this on the episode um, link on our um, Tumblr. There is a, there is a uh, picture online of. Oh, and an anatomic cutaway cool. of this monster. That is too cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's all in <laughs> Japanese, guys, so you're kind of boned. Yeah, but, uh, it's, it's a nice picture.
1: It's anyway. a great I picture. You understand what it says. would
0: make a nice great picture. shirt. I wonder what the resolution on that is. If it's nice, maybe I'll make a shirt out of that. But, um, yeah, it's really cool. Um, but, yeah, so uh, what did we think of the Passport to Infinity?
1: The title is cool, yeah. and I like the fact that he can warp time, which works really well with the episode, because then you can just say, oh, you know what, anything he does is going to be good. But I don't, I mean, I liked when he froze Ultraman in mid-flight, yeah. which was cool. Spun him around. A Spun him around a couple times, but then when Ultraman beats him, you're sitting there going, well, wait a minute, how can, why did, all right. Ultraman's yeah, you gotta go, all right, fine. Ultraman's got to beat him, so he's just going to beat him. There's no rhyme or reason to why he all of a sudden can beat him. He just can.
0: Yeah. What can you do? What can you do?
1: But other than that, and, you know... Uh, Given the kid the ultra the uh, science patrol outfit to make him a full member of the science patrol. You're like, okay, fine. Yeah, I mean, the kid's been coming in and out constantly <laughs> anyway. <laughs> he seems to have keys. <laughs> I don't know that they actually locked the door because the kid can just get in.
0: He's in, he's out, he's in. Scarlet Pimpernel.
1: <laughs> exactly. But, but yeah. other than that, it's a decent episode.
0: Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, I know a lot of people are not big fans of the monster and I'm like, I don't know,
1: I think he's kind of cool. Well, I mean, all he, he seems to just roll slowly, but then he's got all the different appendages that yeah. just allow him to do whatever the heck he wants yeah. to do with this appendage, with that appendage that come out of different parts of his yeah. body. Yeah, So So that, that's how they get around that. That's and, fine. You no, know, oh, I'm good with that. Like I'm, I said, you
0: know. I'm okay with that.
1: Again, warping reality, cool. Messing with physics, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I have no problem with giant meteors that have egg beaters, but... Damn it! You can't turn a plane that fast. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: All right, fine. If that's what you want, Pat. That's, what that's you where I go. All right, guys. So uh, next week we are going to do. Well, actually, it's going to be a few days from now because we're recording on a rare Friday, and we usually record on Monday. Yes. yes. Um, so it's going to be uh, as long as the kids aren't off Monday, and I see no reason why
1: they would. No, be. the one they're off is uh, for February 20th for um, President's Day. Okay,
0: month. great. Um, so the next one is called "Brother from Another Planet," and uh, That's a good movie. Demon, "Demons Rise Again."
1: Okay, cool,
0: cool. And uh, those are those are. I know "Brother from Another Planet" is one of my favorites. Yeah, is it real? Yeah, it's, it's, good, it's okay. good. It's a good. And uh, we're going to be right back again
1: uh, with a little bit of Ultraman news. Okay.
0: William Winkler Productions has put together two English dubs for these. Uh, We have not seen them yet because they're not anywhere Anywhere near near us right now.
1: But when they do get near us,
0: we're we're gone. We'll see them. Yeah, like uh, New York only had uh, one week at the screening room in East Amherst.
1: That's nowhere near. That's a little further north. Yeah, yeah.
0: And. January 11th, it was at the Alamo Draft House in Yonkers. Yeah, that's not that's too far. Now there's one in Leighton, late, late Pennsylvania, in May. Well, where the heck is Leighton? May 12th and 13th. I don't know. How, I'll look it up. Um, at the the Mahoning Drive-in Theater. Oh, it's a drive-in. drive-in. So oh, dear goodness
1: gracious, <laughs> so yeah, I to see. A, if it's a Friday night, Saturday. If it's a Saturday night.
0: Yeah, we're in. Yeah, that's kind of badass because that's pretty neat. That's that's to see a double feature Ultraman at a uh, at
1: a drive-in at a
0: drive-in. Oh, we're so, gonna look that up on the calendar right now, and that's in May, I
1: think. Yeah, that's what you said. It's May something. May something. May something. you're right. just other. warm enough to actually sit. Oh
0: dear God, that's so cool. Yeah. All right, so let's see. Uh, January, down to May, April, May. It's a Thursday and a It's a Friday and Saturday.
1: We can do the Saturday night. Yeah, yeah so, so we're, we're going to
0: have to look up where late in Pennsylvania is. Watch it be like
1: Right outside of Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh, no, then we're not doing it. Son of a not Three hours. To three, walk. that's six. Is it six Get to Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh? It's like six or oh, seven yeah, hours from it. here. I mean, an, an hour, hour and a half yeah. to watch a drive-in? Yeah. All good. Yeah. Not a problem.
0: I'll drive two hours to go sit through Three old, hours of movies and then an old, yeah. two hours
1: back. That's an yeah. all day kind of thing. <laughs> that's not a problem. I will do that. And you know what you might have to do if it's that gonna be that late? Get a hotel room there. There's a thought.
0: You're talking crazy.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, and then we can bring the kids and make you know, bring the whole family yeah, yeah, yeah. family and just make a full day of it. Yeah. That'd be cool.
0: So it's gonna be it's 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 gonna it's gonna be all over. They're starting it in January and it's gonna go through May. Um, if you go to sci-fi there's a lot of stuff. There's a whole listing of where it's going to be. There's okay. supposed to be new dates being added. Um, I've been in contact with two of the English voice actors. Okay. And I'm going to try to get them on the podcast, figure out a way to like, maybe put them on speakerphone. That'd be cool. That'd yeah, be cool. I, I'm really excited to try to get these folks on. And, um, there was another piece of Ultraman, not so much news, but sci-fi japan listed, um, Subaraya's list, I guess it's their list of official English titles. They okay. put it out every year of like, hey, this is what we call our, this show in English territories.
1: Okay, fair enough. Fair it's
0: enough. also available off SciFiJapan.com. It's got some of the weirdest titles. titles. But there's stuff I've never heard of on this. And I'm like, what the hell is this show? What's uh, this show? Uh, I gotcha. And I mean like, Look, there's a lot of stuff that you can find fansubbed. There's a lot of stuff that you can find on Malaysian DVD, which some of it is of dubious origin, some of it is legitimate. Right, right, it And then Malaysian. there's this stuff that I'm completely flabbergasted <laughs> with.
1: And you're sitting there going, okay, guys, um, let's get real here.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know what any of it is. <coughs> oh, excuse me. So I think that's going to wrap us up for today. Sounds good. Um, so let's see. at Ultramanpodcast.gmail.com at Ultraman Podcast on Twitter. Um, UltramanPodcast.tumblr.com The Facebook group is active. Ask, join, and we'll add you if you're not a bot or a spammer. Um, and, uh, sure. TerminalSunburn.bandcamp.com And that's the people who uh, do our music. Kittle right, is our right. producer and fixes our audio so we don't sound like chumps. Well, we do anyway, but
1: that's besides
0: the point. I'm giving him a lot more credit. <laughs> <laughs> so that's he it. And
1: tries to make what we sound like a bit better Yeah, yeah. That's all we can
0: get. And God bless him for
1: it. So yeah, that's it for today's episode of the Science Patrol. We'll see you all next time. I've been Rich Conroy. I've been Pat Alright, we'll see you later, guys. Take care, the Science Patrol is a faces for radio production.